Good evening, everyone, and welcome to Potasaurus. My name is Lou, and joining me today we have Ken. Hello. And that's it. It's just us. It's just the two of us. It's like this almost every other month now. <laughs> yeah, and it's like every other podcast. It's like either all three of us or Timber's gone. The very rare one of you being gone, sometimes very rarely me, but, I mean, if you would be gone, that would be just so weird. I think that was one time, and I'm like, I don't know what to do here. I don't know what to do about this. <laughs> like, what am I going to do? Like, because I think we almost thought it was going to be a night where it's just going to be me and Timber. And I'm like, what are we going to talk about? <laughs> Timber, have you played any newer games? Well, Dwarf Fortress finally came out of early access. Like, oh my god, no. Oh my god. I think I'd shoot myself if I heard Dwarf Fortress <laughs> one more time. Uh, I, I, I can't. I can't. Uh, but how have you been the past two weeks-ish? Oh, I've been alright. I got my little stroller. I got the baby car, or the, the baby car seat in the in the car. Have the dad bod. I'm all set. Do you actually have a dad bod? <laughs> yeah, I'm fucking fat, man. <laughs> I have gained so much weight since I left Japan, because I was actually a lot more active there, but also, like, I feel like I ate worse there, but I was just more active because I had to stand in the classroom, I had to walk to and from work. Even though it wasn't that far, it was still, yeah. like, enough. And, like, even now, like, I walk the dog or I play with the dog every day, but yeah. I think it's because I was in my late 20s then, and I'm in my early... Oh my god, I just realized I'm almost mid-30s now. I just had that shocking realization that I'm edging towards that. Yeah. So that's probably why. Yeah, so my um, my job is uh, just a, a, a simple desk job now, but back in the day when I used to work for a different department, I was walking like 10 miles every day. And I was like, man, I was, I was actually fit. Now, because mm-hmm. I just all I do is just sit at a desk, and push buttons and yell at people on the phone saying what the fuck are you doing <laughs> in japanese it's got its perks i mean it's nice especially when you get older because you're just like i don't want to fucking do that anymore but then you have to work harder to stay in shape yeah or just be less like blobbish yeah and like that's where i'm at i'm like because I-, I like going and going to runs stuff like that oh, yeah. and it's been odd it's odd it's been hard to do that with rhubarb yeah. because you would think it would be easy to oh, you just go take her for a walk. No, she's so fucking terrible on walks now. She's so bad. So, like, I, we used to be able to go from, like, from here down to the park, do a couple, two or three laps, come back, maybe sometimes play in the backyard. Now, like, I get, like, halfway through the walk, if we even make it to the park, and I'm just, like, cursing her out. I'm like, start walking. Walk. Because she'll plant all of her feet and won't move because she wants to stare at birds or squirrels or rabbits. Oh. And I'm like, look, honey... We got 20 minutes to do this. We got 20 minutes to make you not an insufferable little shit for the rest of the day. Work with me. And she just looks at me and goes, no. It's great. By the way, you'll have to deal with that as a, with a kid. Yeah, I know. You might be avoiding the terrible twos, but it gets worse as they, as they get towards teenager years. Yeah. If even that far. Yeah, I know. I know. I'm just like... Yeah, no, I'm, I'm, 
ready ish <laughs> mm-hmm. how about you starting packing i'm doing all right <laughs> um yeah yeah i'm like so if anyone if you weren't here last episode um we are in the process of buying a house we close on tuesday so probably around the day this episode comes out we'll be closing on our house and uh going so we'll get the keys next week and then we'll start slowly moving so let's see what would that be like the 21st mm. and our moving day is the 11th like our big moving day like we'll start beginning we'll be getting like all the other shit out but the furniture we're paying someone to take care of like to move so we'll be slowly moving stuff little by little which will be nice because then like i have a bunch of like target media shelves and i can just be like hey dad can you come over or can I borrow your truck and load up on my shelves, go put them over there, fill the shelves out and just put them where they need to go. So like when we move over, we don't have to like, I have like, you know, a week of unpacking. We can just do a, like a load every night. Just like, you know, let's pack up all the stuff in the kitchen. We don't need bring it over, unpack it. We're good. It's done. Let rhubarb run around the backyard for a bit. And then, so this is going to be uh, probably a longer but much easier move than the last one. And hopefully the last move for a while, unless I get kicked out of the house. Because <laughs> my name's on nothing for this one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I bet. <laughs> yeah, the, those streamer big bucks. People, Someone today, like, I think it was this week, they're just like, uh, facetiously like, what do you mean those, those big partner bucks are not buying this house? I'm like, oh, you know it. You know it. If only. If only. They, I don't know if you know, like, but Twitch has started like ad incentives to like get you to run ads every out every month, and it'll be like so many minutes of ads for so many hours a month, and then it's like an amount. Yeah. Everyone else gets like I know gets like near you know five hundred to a thousand sometimes. Mm. I'm usually offered twenty bucks for five hours of or five minutes of ads every hour for like ninety hours. So like I don't even get those. I don't even get the big bucks there. I'm like, what the hell? Like, <laughs> I'm getting nothing here. <laughs> That's where what is this? that's when you uh start branching out into doing more like lucrative ads like you know those partnerships. <laughs> oh man, I wish. I wish I could get some. The problem is I am an obnoxious neurodivergent white guy mm. that like has that only plays older games. Mm. So I'm like who's going to reach out to me? Mm. Retrobit who I'm who I constantly complain about their cable quality yeah. or retro fighters who I tell everyone I'm like don't touch their Dreamcast controllers the worst thing I've ever had in my life. Yeah. So no, so well, I am thing, not marketable because I'm just gonna be like this is all garbage, y'all. Well, the thing is, this is why we use this platform to try and get something, and I think you know what mm. we have lined up future wise. I think is very divergent from what this is, but it's it would mm. be very nice overall. I mean, if I could find some kind of like sponsorship ad type of thing just to pay for the cost of this every month i would do it like i'm gonna be honest y'all if audible's like we'll pay for your uh your simple cast fee every month we're getting audible ads like i'm just gonna tell you that much yep yep we'll get audible ads me timber you we'll do all we'll we'll do the reading don't matter <laughs> shit no all, just any ad written or uh, read in timber's voice i'm pretty sure that would be fine yes. i would listen to timber read ads uh, yeah let him do we we can we can give him a buck and have him do it in the middle gear <laughs> That's about it. I'm, like, really tired all the time, so that's about all I'm doing. Same. You know, it sucks, so, like, I'm planning this whole thing out. And guess what's happening this weekend? What? A fucking storm. Oh, <laughs> uh, Out of all that planning and stuff, like, to go to Disney and stuff, like, well, that, is that really going to affect too much of it, or? <sighs> yeah. 
let's just say this much. I'm religiously looking at the weather app. You know how, you know, in I, so iPhone tells you how long you've been looking at things. My minutes to hours weekly of looking at this weather fucking app has shot up immensely ever since I've noticed that there was a storm coming. <laughs> God, I'm sorry to hear that because you guys have been looking forward to this for a while. But I mean, at least you get to visit. Yeah, I mean, the big day will probably be when she when she arrives and when she leaves. That'll probably be mm. the big thing. Because it's going to rain pretty much all day Saturday. It's going to mm. rain somewhat on Sunday. And then when the days that we're at Disney, it's, it's just going to be cloudy. But when we come back, it'll be it'll be in the middle of a thunderstorm. And when they leave, it might be thunderstorming. So like there could be mm. a chance that their flight might cancel. And if that yeah. if that if it got that comes to the case, then then they might not be able to leave for like a couple days to be honest because it's a big ass storm yeah i mean at least if it like a like part of the storm is like when they get there they're gonna be jet lagged yeah especially the kid because she's gonna be off like she's gonna be a day behind but also like she's gonna be so confused yeah why is it why is it saturday again what's happening is it always she's gonna go back but like it's always saturday in hawaii it's really <laughs> weird they don't have sunday <laughs> they have two saturdays time travel is weird I hope it. I hope it ends up like weather-wise ends up working out because it. I mean, I'm happy you guys are at least getting to see each other. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm happy. And then you know the thing is like her her job, um, my her her mom's job. Uh, they're in the middle of trying to find someone. So it, once they find someone, her workload will be significantly less. And I'm mm. trying to see if I can have them out here for Christmas because that'd be good. Yeah, that'd be a good time because then. Would you be able to fly your dad in for that? Yeah, possibly. I probably my sister will probably just take him in. So that'll be that'll be a good thing for every everyone in the family to see each other. Because my mom is only going to see her probably just once, and then that's it. So, but you know, spend Christmas. She might be confused as why Christmas is hot, but you know that's that's a whole other. <laughs> whole other thing i mean she probably also be confused by the concept of christmas being an actual holiday yeah yeah what do you mean you guys don't eat chicken here we're all what do you guys do for christmas anyway hot pot yeah hot pot we we have a roast and a ham going but majority of christmas i just go to my freaking rich aunt's place and then they just talk about how ritzy they are and i'm and just roll my fucking eyes. You'll have to come here for Christmas one year because we get honey baked ham. Oh man, do you guys so have honey baked ham out there? Uh, we have ham, but we, you know, because we have to make it Hawaiian, we have to put a pineapple on it. Uh, I said no, because it's like a chain honey baked ham. Like I, I usually don't like ham and stuff like that, but I'll eat that. I'll eat the shit out of honey baked ham. Yeah. So there's that because I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to slip away for a weekend in June, and then I'm going for a bigger trip in October. So, um, I'll be trying to see her at least every three to four months. And then uh, my cousin is getting married in February, so then I'll see them again in February. But it's not going to be here. It's going to be in California. So, mm. it's they'll come here, and then we'll go together, then spend a day or two in California, and then leave, and then spend a night here, and then they go home. <laughs> Oh man, are you gonna be ha- having to go to Disneyland when you're in California? Then nah, because uh, it's in San Diego, so it's nowhere near. It, it would, it would, 
it would cost... I'm be completely honest. Yeah. I have no idea the geography of where things are in California at all. Yeah, San Diego... So, like, when San... people are like, oh, that's that's NorCal, I'm like, I have no idea where anything is. So you could tell me that they're next to each other or, like, a day or two trip apart and I'll it, believe you. It's, like, three or four hours. It would literally be, if we wanted to go, we would have to go when we land, go there, come back, have the family dinner, mm-hmm. wedding next day okay bye <laughs> and i i don't know if that'll be a fun time for her because <laughs> then she'll she'll be integrated with californian culture which is much different than hawaii <laughs> yeah have fun with california yeah the weird state yeah. only been to lax terrible airport yeah absolutely dreadful place yep well, not even not only that. I mean, she'll probably be uh, a little bit thrown off that why the hell are there billboards on the side of the fucking road? <laughs> oh, do, do you guys not have that? Yeah, we don't have billboards. Our island's too small and too, I think too um, non-destructive to have billboards on it. <laughs> I think we had those in Japan where I lived, at least. Mm. It's not as not as uh, frequent though as it is in california i just want you to go to california again and go to mcdonald's and order portuguese sausage so they can look at you like you're an idiot yeah yeah, yeah. could i can i have a uh, portuguese sausage eggs and rice but what now oh yeah you can have a mcgriddle and be happy yeah oh and then i'm gonna be like yeah can i drink the the water here no i can't drink the water here no i can't you can drink the water in most of these places not not in like a local restaurant i can't in California, I I, t- I tested that theory. <laughs> I can't. I couldn't in Vegas a lot. So, man, you're gonna go to. Speaking of Vegas, you're gonna go to TwitchCon next this year in Vegas. Oh my God, no, no. If I could avoid any cons in this pandemic era, I would. <laughs> Trust me, like it's taken a lot of finagling for me to even go to um, WrestleMania. So. <laughs> They keep putting TwitchCon in places I can't, I, like, I'm broke. I'm a broke-ass bitch when it comes to things. Yeah. And I really want to go to TwitchCon and meet my friends. They're like, oh, we're instead of doing it in uh, LA, we're going to do it in Vegas. I'm like, can you guys just do it in fucking Chicago? Or, like, just somewhere in the Midwest? Because you know how expensive it is to fly and just go places? And, like, we're going to put them in expensive cities to go to have hotels in. I'm like, just why? I don't know anyone that lives in Vegas. I can't go stay with anyone there. Do it in the Midwest. You don't want to ask my dad. Makes me mad. <laughs> No. <laughs> I'll talk about the white Nintendo or whatever it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he was asking, because um, apparently there was a thing for Trippy Tetris today. Oh, yeah. <laughs> for that. So, yeah, there was there was that. <laughs> what about you? You been playing anything as of late? Um, let's see. Game-wise, uh, I went back and finished Xenoblade Chronicles 3. Uh, I was gonna hold off, because today the final DLC came out, so I was like, oh, I'll do it next week. I started playing over the weekend, I just finished it. You know how close I was to the ending before I, like, put it down and take a break? Like, ten minutes? Okay, so, no, not ten minutes, because it was, like, the game's pretty fucking long. Like, the final boss alone was probably two hours. Mm. I'm not joking. Like, two getting at least to getting to the final dungeon to getting to the end credits was probably about three hours easily and the final boss had so much going on to it eventually it kind of looked like a tron screensaver looking thing like if i could find a picture of it i'll send it to you but i was like hmm they should have had a spectra like a like a a strobe warning on this final boss towards the end of the game chapter like it has seven chapters there's just slight spoilers for xenoblade 3 nothing too heavy just very basic things like There's seven chapters in the game. You go for a quest to find some stuff to get to the final area. Yeah. 
and I stopped right before going to look for that stuff. And then I did that. I found the things I needed, which was a little bit long because it also included like just just some other things. And then once that, they're like, okay, you want to go to the final area now? And I'm like, oh my God, I was so close to the end of this game when I put it down. (laughs) But I also wanted to go and like do all the side quests, which then after a while I learned, hey, that's not fun at all to do is to do all the side quests, which the side quests in three are better than they were in uh, one and two had a lot of them time are tied to like merc missions and stuff like you'd have to wait and send off your blades to go do time like real time missions and sometimes that would unlock stuff so it was definitely a lot better this time around of how they handled everything because it wasn't just go pick up things things are like things have been completed go on there are things that are kind of like that called like collector cards or whatever and you'll like turn those in to get stuff but it's not they definitely really revamped how they do the side quests but anyway there's a ton of heroes that you that are your seventh party member so you have quests to get you have normal quests then you have normal quests that you'll have to do a bunch that lead into hero quests and you'll eventually get your hero and every hero has 10 levels to start with and then after a while of doing more quests and progress in the story, you get Ascension quest, where those were finishing that, which sometimes might include doing a couple other little quests, will um, make it so your hero has like an epilogue kind of for their their story, and then it bumps up their, their level to 20. Well, you still in the process have to level up all your characters to 10 and keep swapping around their heroes because you change classes in the game to those heroes' classes. And then once you get that, you can do it again. And having to unlock, it just, it takes a long time to do stuff in the game. It's a long game. Like, I, I finished it with, like, 82 hours on the clock with a lot left. And I, once I realized it was just going to take me so long, I just, like, I'm not doing all the side quests anymore. Mm. <laughs> I'm not doing these anymore. This is ridiculous. Yeah, I'll, I'm slowly going back. I did, like, the first DLC hero, which was a very obnoxious character. Could Cool class, but just obnoxious character because it was, like, a robot girl that talked like the nopon in the series and if you don't know they have a very specific uh vernacular and just like method of talking where like they repeat words it's like very cutesy japanese but in english so uh that was a nightmare and then there's a new character today which i need to go back and do but i'm happy i got through the end of it though because like i started that came out back in july and finally ended it very good game and I'm just hoping the next DLC answers the questions I have. I'm sorry, you can probably hear my dog barking. Because uh, I ended the game with a lot of questions that were not answered. And I don't know what the DLC is going to be about yet. Outside of Xenoblade 3, I started Tales of Arise. It's alright so far. I, I played like an hour or two of it. Don't really have an opinion yet. And did I play anything else? Off, off stream at least. Uh, oh, I started the demo for Theater Rhythm uh, Final Bar today or whatever. Yeah. Uh, they... They made an unskippable intro cutscene, in- intro video for the demo hmm. to get you pumped up for it. And I'm like, it's trying to skip it. And then I did like two songs and then it played another like two minute long video to try and get me to go pre-order the game. And apparently you have 30 songs in the demo. And I'm like, is this going to do this every two songs? Because it's going to drive me crazy if it does. But it seems fun. And outside of that, I've been playing Rogue Galaxy on stream. Have you played that one before? No, I have not. It is a level 5 JRPG, your space pirates. It's really weird. It's an action RPG, but you're constantly pausing the action to go into a menu to do stuff, which usually includes reviving your characters because you just get ram-ranched constantly if you're not blocking. Interesting game, but it does not know what it wants to be. It doesn't know if it wants to be an action RPG or an a- or a turn-based one. 
because I'm in the menus a lot more than I am in turn-based games with that game. But yeah, that, that's my current stream one. I'll update in about a week, or next time, about how I feel about that one more. Because currently I'm at the, hmm, I could drop you <laughs> if you piss me off anymore stage with it. I see, I see. Which is sad, because I, I like it, it's just, the combat's fucking mean. It's like, why is it so mean? It's level 5, you're supposed to be the like the Ghibli of video games, stop it. How about you, though? What have you been doing? Uh, uh so I started playing Fire Emblem in- Engage! Fire Emblem Engage! It's it's all right. I I appreciate it for what it is. It's they so it's like traditional fire emblem. So like any of the extra enhancements that you've been accustomed through through awakening and especially with three houses have been stripped back. It seems more like more like a awakening style game than a fire emblem game where you're just talking about camaraderie and all that crap. However, the DLC stuff is actually really interesting. So, how they do it is like it's like thirteen rings or some shit like that, and the extra DLC things are bangles this time around, and that's an interesting concept to avoid. You know, oh yeah, there's more rings to be found, kind of thing. Mm. I don't know if you watch the Nintendo Direct, but the extra the trailer that they had for the DLC for that one was very interesting. So obviously, of course, they couldn't bring Crom without bringing Robin, which is kind of sad because we couldn't get one or the other. We we have to get both. But one of the other interesting parts is the the other playable character that you get or DLC character is a, the character from the Fire Emblem mobile game, and her which thing. One was it? Her thing is... I do remember people saying that. Her thing is, it randomly summons an extra character. Kind of like like a gotcha system. Mm-hmm. And it does the That's whole funny. animation of you doing the, the gotcha. So, which is very okay, I thought I saw that during the trailer, because I was watching the Nintendo Direct, and I'm like, oh, maybe I thought that it was just how you got stuff in the game. But, like, I didn't realize that's how it just worked for her. Yeah, specifically her. <laughs> so, I thought that was very interesting. Uh, and then the... The bangle for the three houses one, it alternates which one. So it's uh, for for every battle or every time you use it. So you could only get Edelgard or you might, if you want to level up Edelgard, you might get the other, the other two Bobos. <laughs> mm. Am I wrong? And just like, I know it's been pretty bad for a while, but like Fire Emblem's DLC has is really scummy, isn't it? Yeah, no, it is. Like, <laughs> it's been really bad. I don't remember if Awakening had any, but, like, really since Fates, it's just been really, really egregiously terrible. Like, and even Fire Emblem uh, Echoes, think... which was a remake, yeah. had so much DLC that it would cost more than the game. And I it was think... for, like, extra maps and stuff. I think they got to the point that they, they hit the crime on Awakening, and then they were like, let's see if we can kind of push this with Fates. And they did because hell, we they got two extra games out of it. <laughs> yeah, Fates was basically three games smashed together, plus more DLC on top of that. Yeah, so because of the fact that oh yeah, we can get away with this, they absolutely did. So with three houses, they 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 started doing the DLC pass, and literally I don't know. So I haven't finished Engage yet. Apparently, Engage is very long, so I'm only a couple hours in, and. The DLC is talking about a prologue, another another story DLC, but we don't know. I think it might be actual story DLC because it's not like the other two games where 
it depended on which place you started with because mm-hmm. otherwise it, there's no con- a quote-unquote canonical ending for those games so i think this one is actual story progression dlc comparatively to you know just a side side mission stuff it looked interesting granted i had no idea what the fuck was going on because i have no idea who those characters are but it looked interesting overall besides that i haven't been really playing much i've been i my mujiki bought this fucking cockpit set for gran turismo and it's like literally just a car seat and you, you're just sitting in and a shifter so it looks like you're actually driving the car i i have some crop crimes with that it's good for training but it doesn't mm-hmm. have the shifter doesn't have the pull like an actual shifter Oh, so it just feel really weak. So it just feels really weak, and how I drive, it just just like oh, it's. I don't know if I'm like if I'm going too hard or not, kind of thing. Mm, it's gonna break the damn thing. Yeah, that's why. Like anytime I like play with um, that is something I always notice. Even as someone who doesn't drive a car very much or at all currently, but I I do know how to drive. A lot of times, if you play with like a really poorly made or cheap um, steering wheel, like it just has no no force yeah. like you don't have to force it very much yeah and then like yeah the shifters will feel like toys which yeah. i don't know if it's that hard to replicate it but i feel like you can replicate that stuff pretty easily nowadays yeah like they have force feedback and like yeah steering wheels to mimic stuff so like like especially now i would think that at least give me the give of like going up and down instead of just like sliding up and down because mm-hmm. then it just feels like i'm not shifting in the right gear because even mm-hmm. like any if you drive a, if you know how to drive a manual car pretty much you know the feel of each gear that you're going in and mm-hmm. out of and you can kind of instantly tell what gear you're in with this one because it's just so loose and slow slidey i can't tell if i'm going into third or i might be going into fifth from going to second <laughs> so it's just a little bit of a weird I just need that feedback. I don't know how to drive a manual. I remember when one of my cars broke down in Japan, they tried to, like, convince me to buy a stick shift. I'm like, no, I'm not learning how to drive stick in Japan. I'm sorry, but, like, and, in a and, little K-car, absolutely Wrongly, too. Not. Wrongly, too. <laughs> Comparatively, mm-hmm. if you were to do it here, all that all that stuff that you learned in Japan would be useless because you're, you're using a totally different hand. <laughs> oh, yeah, I wouldn't be able to do it with my left hand. I don't trust my left hand to do jack shit. I wouldn't trust it to... to, to to shift the car for me no <laughs> by the way they also announced I, I i just sent it to you in general but they they announced this uh airsoft gun that looks exactly like the one in in four i mean i've seen the one i've seen the beretta from resident evil one before yeah um i thought about getting them at one point but i don't think i could bring them to the u.s because they don't have the orange cap on them yeah you would have to like screw on an orange cap <laughs> mm-hmm. so i was like yeah i'm gonna like just leave this here because i know once you get it at your house you can do whatever you want like you can heat it up and pull them out because they usually don't do much yeah but uh, yeah, I um I blanked out when I was gonna say there. <laughs> and yeah, I never bought one. That just reminds me. Since I get we're moving soon, I can finally put up all my writer shit. Half my yeah. stuff is like still in boxes in the basement, so I can't wait for that. Oh, and the box looks like one of the standard military boxes that you get from Resident Evil. <laughs> mm. It has a uh, Kendo in- engraved on the side. Even though I don't know if he made Leon's gun in two or four. Well, not four, because he did. <laughs> Spoilers. But, overall, eh, 
You want to talk about the direct? How'd you feel about that? Um, I was about to th- think. I'm like, God, what else are we going to talk about today? Yeah, I watched the direct. Um, it was like me, uh, Mass, and Pasta watching it. Uh, I did not expect to see. Met- I was cool, cool to see Metroid Prime getting remastered, but uh, I think it's absolutely <laughs> shitty of them to only be doing the first game and then charging forty bucks for it. I'm still getting the physical of it, but like, why just game one? Two and three kind of hinge on people, like on the nostalgia of one for people to buy them. So I really hope two and three come out. You know what? What I think is going to happen is they're just gauging the barometer of mm. how they're going to milk it or not. Yeah, <laughs> like that's, that's possible. Like I legitly think that's the reason why they just was like, yeah, here's the trilogy because I think they're just going to do one. They're going to see how the rest how. The, the physical sales for that game do, and then when the physical sales come in for that, they'll do a barometer to see if they're going to do two and three. I think, mm-hmm. I legit think they're all done. Uh, there, there was a leak. Oh, a while they back. definitely. Yeah, uh, there was. A they leak definitely a while. have to be all done at this point. There was a leak a while back saying that they were just waiting for the okay from from Nintendo to drop it, and mm. it's been done for a while. So that's why the reason why they're able to just shadow drop it like they did digitally. Uh, I'm only hoping the rest of it comes. I really, although at this point, I really just I, w- I would be okay with them canceling Prime Four and just making more 2D games. Like the people who made Prime, none of them are there anymore. That's why everyone's like, "Well, I trust Retro." It's none of the people. Like I'm not saying the current Retro team's bad. It's just it's none of the people who made Prime One through Three. Like I wish people would stop being attached to studio names yeah. when like the studio currently is not the same one that it was 20 years ago. It's yeah. like people are like, "Why doesn't Rare make Banjo anymore?" Because all the people who made Banjo make are working at Playtonic. That's why. All the people that work at Rare now, most of those people came on during Connect Sports and Avatars. So, like, that's why they don't make those anymore, because all the old people left, and they hired a bunch of people to make different stuff. They make Sea of Thieves now. They don't make Banjo-Kazooie. Yep. Let's see. What else came out? Um, the, Pikmin 4 announced, finally, for real. I really wish they'd stop pushing Pikmin. It just, it's just... It's old not man's... Not anything wrong. It's, it's old man's last game. That's why... <laughs> Like, it's not that there's... Like, I wish it was his last game. That dude's never gonna leave. It's not that I dislike it or think Pikmin's bad. It's just, like, the amount of series that get passed over because they don't know what to do with them and just for Pikmin to keep sticking around and getting stuff. And, like, it's it's really niche, but they're just like, oh, yeah, no, we can't figure out what to do with F-Zero, but Pikmin, uh, we're just gonna keep making the same game over and over again, and that's fine. I'm like, why can't F-Zero just get a new game that was, like, FX then? Obviously, you guys can do something with older series. You just don't want to. Yeah. See what else. Advance Wars is finally coming out. That'll be cool. A year after it was supposed to come out. <laughs> mm-hmm. I wish that was forty bucks. Sixty bucks is a hard sell for me on that, but I mean, I guess at least it's one and two together, so that kind of helps. Uh, what else? I'm just like looking at the names of all the stuff. Oh, Game Boy and Game Boy Advance games. That yes. was a cool stealth drop. Yes, yes, yes. But the only game that I care about that is going to be released for it. Is going to be. Let me just pull this up here. It's going to be the Pokemon Trading Card Game. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. It'd be cool if they translate the second one. I doubt they will, but yeah, they will. I wish they would. I wish they would too, because it's literally just Johto Pokemon Johto. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. they they use the the same exact assets of the the first the first world, but then they just used evil Team Rocket versions of them. So it's 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 interesting. And I kind of do want to play it, and they play all the way up to... No, the first game was all the way up to the Fossil expansion. I think this one was the Team Rocket expansion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't Let's know. See what else, what else mean, was in there? Zelda, um, Zelda, but... Uh, 
Zelda being seventy dollars, they can eat a raw dick. Like that's that's. I'm I'm sorry. Not that I don't think it's worth it, but after Breath of the Wild being mostly empty, and this one kind of just building the on the existing Breath yep. of the Wild yep. world, yeah. And like, I'm sorry, it is a Switch game. I don't want to pay seventy dollars for brand new titles on stronger hardware. This yeah. is a game that mostly re- that seems to be. I mean, we don't fully know. I mean, I could just be talking about my ass. And I could just be part of it. But from what it seems, it's reusing an existing world and building on top of it and charging a premium price because they can. <laughs> the and this game is one hundred percent going to have DLC like the last game did. I don't. I don't think for for me. I'm just like if it's going to be seventy bucks, you might as well just announce. The whatever the iter- next iteration of the Switch hardware mm-hmm. because Nintendo saying oh it's only going to be on certain luxury games is a bullshit excuse to be honest. Like I'm going to be honest, like in most of their stuff too that they like put it sixty bucks. Like I'm sorry, Pikmin's not a sixty dollar game. That is not a sixty dollar so, game. Like I'm just like it looks. I'm just like, like their saying... games. If they're going to go off what things are being premium experiences and needing the extra cost, I'm like okay, then the things that are definitely not premium experiences need to drop in price. Yep. Like Pokemon like, Scarlet and Violet. <laughs> yeah, oh, those games 100% should have been $40. Pokemon has not been worth $60 at all. Have I bought them? Yes. But especially like Let's Go Pikachu, Let's Go Eevee, those were not $60 games. They should have Pokemon been Sword and Shield, with the DLC, they would be $60 games. And the fact that you have to buy the DLC separately for each title is ridiculous. Pokemon Diamond and Pearl remakes, those are maximum $30 to $40 games. Yeah. Those are cheaply made. They did not need to be any more than the original releases. And, like, I, most of the games coming out, I look at them, and it's not that, like, Nintendo games are bad or necessarily cheap, but it's, like, it's on older hardware. It's on underpowered hardware. A lot of the games don't run well, and you're telling me that they're worth 60 to $70 still? When you're just going to immediately announce a $30 season pass on top of it, which I know game companies have been doing this for years, but if we're going to do a comparison to it, it just doesn't seem like a fair increase. And I know games have gotten more expensive over time too, but like they're not necessarily worth it. And like even looking back, yeah, I knew ga- I know games were more expensive during the uh, like the like, cartridge era, but cartridges cost a lot more to make than CDs. And like, there's no difference in price between a physical and a digital game right now. So like, I I really just don't know where their money goes. It just for me, it feels like a lot of poor planning and money spending on their ends that we have to pay for nope. as consumers. I, I I just legit think Nintendo's being greedy on this. I just legit yeah, think one hundred percent are, and they know, and they know, they fucking know that people will ball out for this. Mm-hmm. And it's just stupid. Like for me, I'm going to wait. I don't care. I never cared about Zelda to begin with, and I don't think me being out of the zeitgeist of of being included for this particular game is going to be worth what I think my my value towards how I feel about the Switch right now. <laughs> like, hell, even for Fire Emblem, even though I'm playing Engage, I'm going to wait till all the DLC comes out. Hell, I might wait till a year from now to play, to even get the DLC. Because mm-hmm. I'm going to fucking wait. <laughs> And, like, I'm just now seeing for, like, I think maybe the first time Breath of the Wild, a bundle of it with its DLC going on sale, and it's only because of Tears of the Kingdom are coming out. Yeah. And I'm just, it's, I don't know, Nintendo's getting to the point where, like, they're getting to, uh, we're getting to the point where Nintendo's acting like companies did about a decade ago, and we were mad about it then. And now they're doing, like, the same shitty practices, but 
it just seems worse coming from them because they knew it made us mad. They even said they wouldn't do this, and it has just gotten so bad since... Honestly, since Awada died, it's gotten really bad. I feel like he was the only one holding them off from being, like, really scummy with their, their business practices. Just sad, to be honest. But, hell, mm-hmm. I, I don't even know how... Granted, if the Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, you know how their their shit, their DLC shit is going on, mm-hmm. if it wasn't included on the premium Nintendo online thing, would have it even sold well? I don't even know its numbers. Probably I don't not. know. I don't know people that are playing this game. Mm. I don't know anyone that's bought it straight out because everyone's just been upgrading to their their pass. Yeah. So, and finally they dropped Birdo. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah. It's finally add another character to it. Uh, let's see what else was new. I'd say the only thing that really was a big takeaway that I'm really excited for is the Button Kaidos One and Two remaster. Yeah. That's, like, the only thing, because those games are expensive to grab right now. I think it's funny, though, they, um... Apparently the English voice acting for those games was, like, really poorly recorded and stuff, so, like, it just doesn't have English voice acting <laughs> at all. Yeah, like, yeah, we're not gonna deal with this. <laughs> I've been looking for to see if a physical's gonna come out for it, but I've only seen digital so far. Hopefully a physical, because, like, that's gonna be the big draw, is a physical version of Bot and Kaidos 1 and 2, because those games are so expensive right now on GameCube if you want to try and get them. Yeah, I'm like looking, it's still not on Amazon. But when I look for Bot and Kaido Switch, I get so much not safe for work stuff. Oh, I A lot bet. of Genshin Impact porn mo- mouse pads. What the fuck? <laughs> oh, and here's a really horny one of Pyra and, Pyra and Mithra from oh, Xenoblade. Yeah. What the hell? <laughs> but like, I'm, I'm always so curious. I'm like, what? But I know if I click on it, I'm just going to start getting recommended things. And I share this account with someone, so I can't click on things and be like, what the hell is that? I can't. <laughs> Oh, I did forget one other thing I'm excited for. Samba de Amigo coming back randomly. Yeah. <laughs> Don't know why that's come back, but I'll take it. I think it's also a $40 game because that looks like a $40 game, so I'll probably yeah. pick that up at some point. Yep. Yeah. Uh, another thing that I was kind of seeing that I was very excited for was... So the trailers or the review circles for the PlayStation VR is actually going up right now. And apparently it's reviewing quite well. Which is good to hear, <laughs> to be honest. Yeah, I didn't doubt like the the de- the um the tech looks like it's a lot better. It looks like more in line with a, a modern VR headset. So like I figured it would review well for that. And like even the price point for a VR headset is not bad, but for a console that has no PC compatibility, I'm very curious about how this is going to go for Sony. And you know, everyone's saying that as of right now. Uh, Horizon Call to the Mountain is very good. It's it's going to be the marquee piece that they're going to be pushing mm-hmm. for for this VR set. It's saying that it they're the it's reviewing very well. It's very active. The battle sequences, well, I thought looked very dizzyingly at first. Apparently, plays very very well. the The only bad thing about it apparently is it says Call to the Mountain. And you're calling to that mountain by hiking a lot and climbing a lot throughout that game, apparently. Hmm. So, apparently, the the balance of you climbing and actually battling is, like, 60 to 70 to 70% of the game. <laughs> Granted, it's to look on how they really improved the tech on the VR, so I kind of, kind of understand. I'm using air quotes there. I kind of understand why they did what they did. 
But to have that mm. much climbing in the game, from what I'm hearing, I'm, I'm just like, hmm. I mean, I got I got to get like, it. It seems like it. a lot. Yeah, I got to get it anyway, because um, PlayStation Studio and fuck me, right? <laughs> well, at least so, you don't have to buy the buy the hardware if you just want to have the game in your collection. Yeah, I'm just going to buy the, the... So, I made a deal with Mujiki. He's going to buy the headset. Mm. And any other game that he doesn't want, but I'll apply any of the PlayStation games. So that was our handshake agreement. So I'm, I'm glad that it's doing well. Hopefully, you know, the sales do a little bit strong so that it shows that a lot of people are going to buy this thing and have the, the case for Sony to continue on with it because it'll be a damn shame. If something that everyone keeps on comparing it is up to modern specs for VR is not going to sell. And if it doesn't mm-hmm. sell, the games aren't going to be there. There's not going to be any support. And that's one mm-hmm. of the major things that a lot of people are, especially the reviewers from what I've been hearing, is talking about that. Yeah, if the VR, the specs are great and it looks amazing with the games that are there. However, if this thing does not sell there's not going to be much games that are going to be supported. Mm-hmm. I think they're launching it at a weird time, too, because, like, I feel like the VR phase is... It's not that it's passed, but it's kind of held exact... Like, it's in a I holding think, plateau. I think it should have been released when the PS5 came out. Not as an, mm. uh, not, not as a, a connect thing, but as a, hey... You can buy this game too. Because I think a lot of mm. people... It was the height of VR during that time. Granted, it was also mid, mid-pandemic. mid So I don't know if people were going to cough up literally $1,000 for a box. Mm. I mean, and, it was already yeah. hard enough to get the PS5 yeah. at that point. Yeah. <clears throat> so I understand probably the reasonings why they kind of sat on it. Even though by the time they announced the PS5, they said, yeah, we're going to make a next-generation VR headset. So... I think the big things that really shot themselves in the foot for one were PSVR, even though it was a good entry-level headset. Again, it was stuck to the PS4. It worked best with the Pro. Yeah. And it used outdated tech for the controllers, and the the games never were really there. Yeah. And a lot of things, like one of the better games with Resident Evil 7 VR, and like you still had to sit in place and use a controller to do anything. Yeah. So like it really didn't give you a VR experience. It just gave you more of an immersive. Yeah experience yeah and like it never really got better than that and they keep releasing these expensive headsets that cost as much as a console or more in the case for both of them because psvr cost 300 dollars when it came out around the same time a base ps4 was around 300 dollars. yeah and they do these and then having no pc compatibility really hurts it because people would buy the vr if they're like oh it works on my computer and my playstation 5 like that gives me a reason to get it or because a lot of people are going to use VR on your I think, PC additionally for other stuff, not yeah. just necessarily games. So, like, not having that there really hurts at the get-go because it's five fifty, and they can get an Oculus for that price. Yeah, the thing is with that, I it has it has a much better controller on on that, especially with the haptic feedback. And mm. I think that if Sony was going to do that, they could easily do that with a a, a hardware upgrade. Or update. Yeah, I was wondering if that was something where they could just do like a software update to it, just like think, make it compatible or release drivers for the PC. Yeah, I for think it to work. I think it would be very easy for them to do that, especially because of the fact that Sony is now embracing PC now more than ever over the last two mm-hmm. years. When originally 
when they were doing VR comparatively. So yeah, when they were doing VR initially, they were like, no console only. This is a console experience. Everything yeah. was a console experience for them. Yeah. But it, I really think if they're going to grasp and want to get more into PC and like just show that there's compatibility, if they really want to increase their numbers, they need to do more to make their stuff work on PC. Because I don't even know, does the DualSense work well on the PC outside of Final Fantasy 14? Mm, not that I can see. There is a, mm. for not the DualSense in, in general, but just the regular mm. PS4 controllers. Uh, they did have a little doggle that you can just plug in at that point that had a much more But that was mostly game. to use remote play. Yeah, yeah. Like, but, they just make their stuff not compatible with, like, PC so much where, like, yeah. they could do so, they could just, it would work so much better for them. Yeah, like, I, I think, think they're just, they, they have a level of stubbornness to them, which I haven't seen since, the, since Microsoft released the Xbox One. Yeah. There's a certain level of stubbornness that you need to, like, get over for yourself and if I you think, want things to sell. And I think, and I think they're slowly trying to do that, but it's just a matter of if they are going to do it and go balls in with it. They have to do it this the way, otherwise they're just doing a half measure, and that half measure is going to fuck them in the long run. And mm-hmm. that's and that's me coming from me saying this. I, you know, I'm I'm the Sony guy. I'm the AAA mm-hmm. guy here on this podcast, and Sony has some major work that they need to do if they are going to even be on the level of what Xbox is trying to do. What is Xbox doing now? Because to be honest, Xbox ain't winning. It's Game Pass that's winning. Mm. I fully agree with that that statement wholeheartedly. It's not the Xbox that is winning this war. It's Game Pass that is winning this war. Yeah. <laughs> if, like, if Game we're... Pass, like, the fact I can just load it up on my phone and stuff like that, too, if I really want to. Like, even if it's just to do one of those stupid, like, Game Pass quests, which, like, I don't know if you've done that, but, like, there's, like, quests you can do. There's an Xbox set of them, and then there is a Game Pass set of them. And, like, some of them are just simple as fire up a game, you get points. It might not be a lot, but those add up over time, and you can get discounts or free months of uh, Game Pass and or yeah. even other stuff as well. Yeah. And, like, Sony Stars does not, or PlayStation Stars doesn't even do that, because PlayStation nope. Stars is stupid. It's stupid. It's fucking dumb. It's, like, I get it. I, I had the, the appeal of, like, doing the stupid trophies, and I was doing everything, but... The fact that instead of just showing how big my e-penis is, it's fucking dumb. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's like, fucking... I've forgotten to do... Because I was like, sometimes like, oh, I'll do that monthly one. One of them was like, load up a fighting game. And it could be any of these ones that you have played and you can get something. And I've just forgotten about it. Because like, unless you buy stuff, you really can't get past level one. Yep. Like, unless you're buying full price games, you can't get past level one. Buying it digitally, too. And that's like, for us... That's a hard. Yeah, I'm not doing that. that. Like I'm currently in arguments with people all the time in my chat and my community because they're like, cause especially with Breath of the Wild, they're like, well, you can just buy that that those passes for for hundred bucks to get two games from Nintendo. It's like, I don't want to do that. I do not trust any of these companies. The only one I would even vaguely trust is Microsoft because they will make sure your shit still works for the most part. Yeah. Even if it gets delisted, Sony was way ready to shut off. PSN. They're right, yep. way shutty, ready to shut it off for Vita. P- they already did it for PSP and PS3, and it's so hard to find a lot of those games anymore. Nintendo, they have already proven over time that, like, one, they just recently figured out how to do an account system. After promising that they knew how to do it prior, they just now figured it out. And they're going to shut down the Wii U and 3DS eShops here soon. And, like, 
I'm I'm not going to give them money because at this point, like, why would I buy the stuff on there? Because you're also eventually one day just going to make it where I can't get access to it, or yep. it will just like something will happen and it won't work. And I I don't want to deal with that. Like I they yep. I just don't trust. I do not trust Nintendo at all with digital. Yep. I do not. I understand the convenience of digital and yep. buying stuff, but yep. I don't feel like any of these companies deserve your money for digital. Yep. Like you can people even tell them like, oh, you need an update to run your disc. I'm like I don't mean, mind an update for a disc. Yeah. I'm just tired of spending full price and not actually owning the thing. Yeah. That's that's the thing. Like I know Sony now is trying to shape up its game, but like if this was pre. If this was pre-PS5, yeah, no, they probably would have shut everything down. They probably would have shut mm-hmm. PSN, the PS3 and Vita stores down without any any hint of um, future-proofing their games. Only now mm-hmm. they are doing that. And that's because of, A, people were bitching about it, which they have all rights to be, to be bitching about mm-hmm. it. And B, because of Game Pass. Like, literally... PlayStation Plus, Gold, and Premium, and all that crap. This that wouldn't have been a thing if Game Pass had shown how successful the consoles can be. Mm. Like, it's it's sad to say, but that's the reality of what was Sony gonna do. Mm-hmm. And Sony really needs to, to bring their PlayStation Plus to PC if they really want to work out in the long run, because like Microsoft already has that edge. Like yep. I'm paying like. Even though PlayStation Premium is cheaper for a year than it is for Game Pass Ultimate, yep. I have already have an, like PC stuff ready to go. I can like also cross save my stuff to PC if I want. I can do it to my Hell. phone. Hell. And it doesn't have this do, on PlayStation. Do what they're doing now. Just wait 6 months for a newly released PC game or Sony released PC game and then put it on Game Pass cuz hell if if I don't know if you saw the news this month they're gonna put Forbidden West on PlayStation Premium. Oh yeah, and that's they're gonna about... run the same thing that Microsoft's running to right now, but later. Which Microsoft is like, I don't know if you saw the news too. Like before they said Game Pass doesn't and doesn't really impact sales, and then another person at Microsoft's like, oh, it does over over time. Like people stop buying stuff. Yeah, Sony's gonna run to that, but later. <laughs> yeah, so it's I think. If if Sony was to do this, do it right, do the PC stuff, and just do what they're doing with Forbidden West. Just wait six months mm-hmm. after their, the initial period and be like, okay, yeah, now it's available for free on for PC if you're a PC PlayStation Plus subscriber. Easy. Mm-hmm. And like Fucking they already have easy. PC versions of these games coming, so like even yeah. if it's just like I'd hate for them to have their own launcher, but like even if they just did a PlayStation launcher where it had that stuff in there. I think that would appease a lot of people who already have it because it wouldn't be like, oh, you only can get the game through this because they can still sell it through Steam. But if you already have PlayStation Plus, they could have their own thing, like yeah. storefront launcher on there. Just like, you know, if you have it, you can use this. But otherwise, you can just get it on Steam or something. Yeah. See? There you go, Sony. We had fixed your problem <laughs> for you. Just... And it would make so much sense. The reason why Sony has been gobbling up... S- smaller pc companies for mm-hmm. this to make sense so i i, I don't know but I, I don't know how i feel about this like overall i mean going back to the topic at hand you know i just don't think 70 dollars is worth my money for tears of the kingdom 
and I'll be. Mm. I'll be honest. I don't think seventy dollars is worth any game. Like, yeah, I'm still not. I'm still not very keen on sixty bucks. And like a lot of the games I buy for sixty bucks don't have high budgets. Yeah, like I don't buy these like massive AAA games that like I could see it being more worth the cost for recouping their cost. But like I play a lot of games that are not not that big. Yeah. I I don't buy games new much anymore. Why would I do that? The only games I will buy new are usually Nintendo games uh, because they don't drop the price. But unless it is like Xenoblade, Metroid, or do I even buy anything else? This big? Honestly, if it's Xenoblade or Metroid, I'm not buying their games brand new day one anymore because I can just get it down the road. Unless I know it's one of those where it's going to be a limited release. Like I bought Mario 3D All-Stars because they said it was limited release. I think you can still find copies. Prime just, Remastered, yeah. it seems like it's already sold out everywhere, so I just jumped on it because it's Metroid. I buy that day one. You cannot convince me that after Breath of the Wild, between the performance issues with that for one, and then the DLC, which was sold later for like 20 bucks or something, being not very good, you can't convince me that it's worth $70. You cannot. I will yeah. need to see this game running in action. I'll need to see it running on a launch switch to see how it is, because we don't have a a, a stronger version of it. Yep, I, I just cannot imagine this I, game is going to run that well. The 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 reason why I don't think they also announced a date thi- or a, a price thing is because of the back a the backlash and b I would be dumbfounded if this plays on a if they're not doing a Switch Ultra or whatever the fuck mm-hmm. because it would just make it just makes no sense why they during the direct we had to find out afterwards that oh yeah this is gonna be 70 dollars i i tell you this much that disney illusion island game looks fucking rad disney island oh is that the the, the mickey mouse one like that four player one yeah and that looks interesting it looks like old style one like if if it it looks like a kind of hard game if it didn't look like a hard game i would introduce that game to my daughter because i know she would play the fuck out of it Mm mm-hmm and that'll be the only time I can ever slip anything game related to her. Her mom watches her like you... a fucking hawk. <laughs> I mean, it's not a bad thing long term because she doesn't sound like she watches much TV either. So, no, no. Apparently, she just watches Paw Patrol all day, every day, and I'm just like, Ew. what the fuck is Paw Patrol? <laughs> I'm like, no. It's a bunch of uh, dogs who are cops. Yeah, and I'm like, defund Paw Patrol, please. <laughs> There's a whole thing about that. There's a whole thing, if you're ever interested to see, about how Paw Patrol has been uh, received by millennials. Yeah, I know. I don't know. I just, like, so we have Paramount, which is, I guess, the, the streaming service that, that Paw Patrol is under. And I'm just mm-hmm. like, okay, well, if she's bored, she can just watch that. Have it on my yeah, She'll actually need something else to do. Yeah. And I'm just like, okay. Oh, but like I said, I had the 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 proud papa moment the other day when they were just watching TV, and apparently they were talking about a wrestler, and because I've been training my daughter <laughs> and showing her all these pictures of all the Joshi Pro wrestler people, she immediately recognized her and was like, "Oh, it's Julia Chan," and I. I, went, I was on the phone when I heard that, and I my heart just just was like beating for joy. <laughs> yeah, her mom was not so happy about her <laughs> recognizing it <laughs> because w- apparently they were doing like stuff like, oh, what is the 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 average like 
meal plan for like a wrestler, like a Joshi Pro wrestler, and they chose mm-hmm. the 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 top person of the company for stardom, who is uh, Julia. And they just showed her like eating like all these food because she has to gain all this protein because she just did a big match the day before well, when they were filming this. And then they were showing her footage from the match and she was just like, I can't look at this. Why are they beating each other up like this? And my dad was just laughing the entire time. And I was just like, yes, yes. You'll win her over soon enough. Dad of the year. Pop of the year. I'm so happy. <laughs> but, yeah, no, I'm, uh, besides that, I, 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 I don't know about this Nintendo Direct. I liked it just for the Game Boy stuff. I thought everyone's going to want the fuck out of that weird-ass two-bipedal dog thing from Pikmin 4. Oh, yeah. I don't know, every time I, like I said, every time I see Pikmin, I just, like, why? I just feel like, I feel like I just don't get it. Yeah. I, I don't get it. It's kind of like how I felt, looked at Monster Hunter for a long time where I'm like, but that one I'm like, people like this. I don't, I, it didn't click. Pikmin 1 is one of those. I look at it and I'm like, it's cute, but I just, I genuinely don't get this one, why this series gets so much love from Nintendo. Yeah. But like other things are dying and drowning. Oh. oh. I, my, my big takeaway is mostly just Botan Kaidos. Yeah. I'm happy to see the comeback. Oh, and the Game Boy stuff. I am so happy mm-hmm. we are finally... F-Zero got announced on the fucking Nintendo. was acknowledged. And Golden Sun. I was so happy to see Golden Sun on there. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I forgot uh, those were coming. And I'm like, give me, just give me a device for the Switch and give me Boktai, please. I mean, they could probably... I'm trying to think. They could probably do Boktai with the right Joy-Con. Yeah. Oh yeah, with the AR. I don't know. I don't. I don't know how exactly it works. <laughs> just point it. Works, at the I mean, sun. like. I mean, yeah. Just like go take your game, your your joy, turn your switch upside down outside. <laughs> That's kind of what you had to do with your SP anyway. Just yeah, yeah. Trying to think of anything else game wise. Oh, Tales of Symphonia Remaster. Surprise! It's garbage on Switch. They <laughs> they did a straight port of the PS3 version. As and opposed the PS4 to, uh, version of it, instead of rebuilding it for a new one, yeah, like you know, like rebuilding a ground up one, they ported the the PS3 one to PS4, and I think it's pretty much the same, like for better or worse, on PS4. On Switch, it is so bad. Like there's terrible loading screens from like finishing a battle, going back into the um, overworld. Um, when you pull up the menu, instead of it like having its normal menu thing, it's just a black screen. Um, yeah. What else is the big thing? Oh, the the screen transition of like the, the breaking glass has been replaced by a flashing white screen. Oh, speaking of uh, breaking glass, mm-hmm. uh, Kamen Rider Ryuki the Blu-ray is now available if you want to go watch nice. it. Oh, I do want to get those eventually. I am so fucking broke right now, but eventually... They seem like they're still selling Zero One, so hopefully I can still get it later. So I got Zero One and I got Kuga on uh, on sale. Thank you, Wario64, for that. Yeah, I need to get Kuga still, too, but... Is, is Blackout yet or not yet? Uh, next month, I think. I think it's in March. Next month? Okay. I need to get those. I just want, don't want it to be like the, the Sentai ones where I just missed out on all of them entirely. I think some are still available, but they're still, like, expensive. Uh you you might be lucky and just go into a random Barnes and Noble and found it because that's where me and Mujiki found a lot of our Sentai stuff. So 
Mm-hmm. I'll have to look. I don't know if we have... I'm trying to think of the, the closest Barnes & Noble is. I'll have to look next time we're near one, which I don't think is ever, but I'll try. Yeah, so that that's where we found most of our, our things. By the way, did you see the Super Mario Brothers plumbing commercial? No, I've pretty much ignored everything related to the movie. It's... I don't... <laughs> Apparently, it's a callback to the Super Mario Brothers Super Show Mario rap. Yeah, and I'm just like I I wasn't alive that during that time, so I have no frame of reference for it. I don't. When was that Super Mario Mario Bros Super Show? What year did that come out? Because I tried to watch one episode of that once, and I was just like, oh, I hate this. I think it's because they kept making up like in like interjections that were like something an italian american would say like leap in lasagna leap in lasagna and stuff like that so i'm just like mm, this feels racist <laughs> to italian people okay super mario brothers super show only was on tv from september 1989 to december of that year that is it it was it was barely on did it was it really that bad there were 65 episodes and then it they got canceled <laughs> okay I- I, I would assume the commercial is the the beginning, you know, like, like you know how they're going to do the intro to the Mario Kingdom and then Bowser's mm-hmm. going to be like, who's going to stop me? And I believe the commercial is probably going to be their introduction into into everyone. I think that's what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Like, I legit think that's what's the, the, the reasoning for this commercial is. So, but yeah. yeah. I'm trying to see if I... I was trying to see if I could find anything else from that, but I could not, because I'm also, like, zoning out, so <laughs> that will be for another day for me to deep dive on that. All right, was there any other new stuff, or do you want to get into questions? This will be a short questions. episode. Let's get into questions. All right, yeah, we don't have much uh, left anyway. Let's see. Uh, let me pull some questions from our Discord, or mine, it's not ours, our, my Discord <laughs> server. Uh, first one's from Miles. What is the best controller created? I think the GameCube one is pretty solid, personally. What do you think? Eh. I think... Hold, hold on, let me, let me just take a, uh, take a peek at it. I think, yeah, I think, for me, if we're talking about wired controllers, I think the PS2 just feels natural to me. Mm-hmm. And to the point that you know every design pretty much looks like that or feels similarly. I mean the the Dual Sense feels a little bit more bulkier because of just what it is, but overall I think the best controller for me, I'm gonna be basic and put say the the PS2 controller. It just feels right for me, even though like I know everyone keeps on saying the Xbox controllers feel right or the 360 one mm. does anyway. But for me, it's the PS2 DualShock 2 controllers. I'll say as far as older ones, I do agree with the GameCube one being very good because it is comfortable to use even now. Like, it just... Because having big man hands now, like, my thumb rests on the A and X, A and Y button and can just roll and hit the other thing. So I don't feel like... The one thing I don't like with newer controllers right now is I have to, like, like, claw my thumb to hit buttons sometimes. Like, I can, like, you know, hit with, like, the pad of my my thumb sometimes, but it just... I feel like doing some stuff isn't as easy as it was on the GameCube. I can hit all the buttons for the most part without having to move my hand too much. So GameCube one's good. But honestly, all three of the current standard controllers, I think, are very good. The Switch Pro controller, the Xbox Series X controller, which is the same, like basically an upgrade version of the Xbox One. 
in the dual sense i feel like they're all very good controllers probably some of the best controllers we've ever had yeah uh, it'd be very difficult to upgrade pretty much all well the switch one might be might be a, a give or take but for for me the xbox the controllers right now the modern modern one and the dual sense one feels great they they, they are the probably ol- really really good the only upgrade I would give to the Switch Pro controller would be real triggers and not analog yeah. buttons. Yep. Or digital. Yep. Digital. I want real triggers. That's the only thing I don't like about it. Other than that, I like the controller quite a bit because, like, the, ch- the buttons are chunky. Like the shoulder buttons feel nice. It's just the triggers I don't like. Um, next question we got is from Electric Dugong. Are you excited for Ishin? The demo is out. Yes. Any thoughts if you try it? I haven't touched it yet. I'll. I'm not in the mood for it at the moment, but what about yes. you? Yes, 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 yes. Sorry, I got my pre-order. That is going to be the game that I'm going to buy next. I'm not going to buy any other game probably until until Ishin. Um, I won't try the demo out. I've I have a feel of what it's going to be because I originally had Ishin for the PS3 way back when. <laughs> mm. Yeah, so this is a Kiwami game anyway, so I don't know how much from the ground up it is based on. The previous one, because the previous game, like Yakuza Ishin, or, you know, Like a Dragon Ishin, that already exists on PS4 in Japan. Yeah. Uh, so this is a Kiwami port of it, yep. like, kind of like how they did Kiwami and Did you uh, see the DLC that was just announced for it? I keep seeing DLCs announced, but I, I don't know what any of it is in the context of the game. So the new DLC right now, the besides the cards, the cards ones are just, like, the the extra, like, NPC characters that will help you out, but this isn't a, a the card one. This is a actual person one or a costume one. Mm. They have a regular regular Kiryu Kazuma <laughs> suit <laughs> DLC that you can put in, and he just looks like like how he does regularly. <laughs> okay. Looks like how he does in six, and it just looks like oh yeah, it's just him in the olden olden styles with a sword. <laughs> If you don't want to just I mean, do so, traditional Japanese stuff, I think they have a quote-unquote modern clothes pack where all the characters mm-hmm. are just playing the characters again. Because that, that's the whole thing, because they're supposedly playing, quote-unquote, the characters. Oh, is this supposed to be just kind of like... That's how it was originally a, back then, but mm-hmm. that's like how the original, kind of thing, or? The, the original uh, Western ones are the old... Uh, Sengoku era ones because they're supposed to be playing it, but but it's been a while. I've it's it's mm. been a long time. So, uh, well, in this game, will will Kiryu also not kill anybody with his katana when he when he slices them in half? Yeah, he he does it like Rurouni Kenshin style, where it's, it's just the uh, the other dull edge blade sword or whatever. I I'm excited i'm this is gonna be the other game that i'm probably gonna buy for this half there's not really much games i can see myself buying unless it's like randomly other playstation studio games like Mm -hmm. there's another game that i have to go out and buy when i'm in japan i have to buy i have to buy fucking the japanese version of aliens fireteam elite because it was produced by playstation studios in japan it has that PlayStation. It has that PlayStation Studio logo and near or not uh, near Neo Two as well. I guess they wouldn't have Xbox releases for some of those. Hmm. So have fun with that. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm just like fuck. As soon as I saw that, I was just like, ah, all right. Well, I'm going to June. Well, if I ain't just all morbed out, 
I'll go buy some games. All right, next question we got is from Mass. Uh, last time I asked you what IP you'd like to see return to, what's the franchise you think has gone on for too long, besides obvious yearly ones like Assassin's Creed and Call of Duty? Zelda. I'm gonna, Since we're picking on Nintendo, I'm going to say Pikmin and Fire Emblem. Yeah, Fire Emblem, I can see that as well. Like, I just... I think like especially, I, I I do agree on Zelda because like I understand they're they're cash cows but like I'm just so get, I'm just so fatigued on Zelda and Fire Emblem content at this point. I think for me, if the Advance Wars game sells well, I think they'll have Intelligent System be like, well, maybe we should do it, but we should have it be um, waifu tanks. It's gonna be a girl uh, see a uh, girl on Panzer thing. <laughs> I would love to live in the uh, the universe where instead um, Advance Wars became the waifu tank series and Fire Emblem <laughs> died off. I'm just fatigued because, let's see, Zelda has gotten Breath of the Wild with DLC. It has gotten Link's Awakening. Um, plus, all these have amiibos to them. Hyrule yeah. Warriors Ultimate. Uh, Age of Calamity plus DLC. Skyward Sword HD. Tears of the Kingdom, likely with DLC. Um, Crypt of the Necro... Um, what was it? The Crypt of the Necrodancer, the Zelda spinoff one, got that yeah. one as well. Um, was there only seven Zelda things, or was there more? I think there's seven. Remember that. Fire Emblem has gotten Fire Emblem Warriors, Fire Emblem Three Houses, both of those with DLC. Fire Emblem Engage with a ton of DLC. Another Fire Emblem Warriors game based off Fire Emblem Three Houses. Alt-Universe and, Fire Emblem Three Houses. <laughs> yeah, and... Fire Emblem Heroes is still ongoing. And I'm just, like, so fatigued by these two franchises. Just seemingly, like, I understand they sell a lot, so that's why they're around. I'm just... they Neither of them feel special anymore. Like, Zelda games don't feel special anymore. They used to have, like, oh, cool, you get your one or two, like, per system. And now it's just so many spinoffs and stuff in between. So they be like, you don't have to play them all. Shut, uh, shut up. Just shut the fuck up. I hate that argument. When people are like, you don't have to. Yeah, I know I don't have to. But now that I see so many out there, I feel so far behind, and I'm just. But then when I see them, like I'm just so fatigued on this series. Because if I collect things and there's too many of them coming out, I'm just fatigued. Like if I would try and buy all the Final Fantasies that come out every year, because they just re-release stuff or a new thing or deals, it's too much. It's too much. I don't. I wish they would chill out on this stuff. Same with Pokemon. I get fatigued with that. Yeah, I played the shit out of Violet. I'm so fatigued on Pokemon already again. Just give me Arceus games from now on. Or Legends games, rather. Kirby is another one that I think they should stop making Kirby games. I just don't know how they have any ideas left. I yeah, Generally, Kirby, that's Kirby one of those series where I'm like, a, how do you have anything left? Kirby is literally a tapped out well, and I think Kirby is strong enough that it can live on its IP alone. Hell, look at oh, how... I mean, it, it really how, is. How Look how good the Kirby Cafe is doing. Well, I don't know if you're, you're paying attention to that, but the Kirby Cafe mm-hmm. is doing fucking phenomenal. <laughs> Kirby is one of those series where it's like, like in order to release, it's always like good game, bad game, or like good game, weird game, and like it just can survive because it's Kirby. And I just, I wish I liked Kirby more. I just don't like it's just, like I don't hate it. It's just like I never really got into it as a kid. I played Kirby's Dreamland on Game Boy. I played Crystal Shards. I didn't finish that, and like that was it. And then like I just didn't realize how much Kirby comes out all the time, and it's. I just feel like there's a lot of the franchises they have that could really take the spotlight if they would just be willing to try and like not 
be like a Star Fox situation where they just keep rebooting the damn series and remaking the same game over and over, but bad. And what are we getting a Star Fox game? We haven't got one of those since the Wii U because it was awful. All right, let's see. Uh, was there wait? Is there anything other than the Nintendo ones? Uh, I'm just trying to think of something that's not Nintendo, so I'm not just bullying them all day, even though it's I, fun. It, it's fun, and you know the thing is, I can't think of anything right now for Sony because God of War is pretty much done. I think for now, it might come back. Who knows? They might just do it in, like duologies or trilogies or stuff going forward. As much as I know you like these games, I think Ratchet should take a pause. I think they should make a new. I IP. mean, it did though. It already did. Yeah. Like, like, the, like the one that just came out was the first new one in like a decade that wasn't like a movie tie-in. It basically did take a pause. Then I'm just out. like oh. trying to think. What are the other ones? I mean, there's Jack. Uh, then... I think Halo, should, Halo, and Gears of War should just go away. Yeah. Um, Into the Nexus came out in 2013. I think it was eight years in between, like, new entries. Because, remember, Insomniac went on to do Spider-Man stuff instead. Not n- not even Spider-Man. Don't forget, Sunset Overdrive. Oh, yeah, I mean, but they, I mean, they did other stuff in between. Like, they took a pause of Ratchet and did other stuff. And, and, like, leading up to Spider-Man, then they made another one. I think what what was happening is because of the fact that they they wanted to enjoy their third partiness for a bit. That's the reason why mm. they wanted their freedom, and then they were like, "Nah, nah, we, we like getting bought out." <laughs> yeah, and I think also for a while too, they like I think they were getting fatigued on doing Ratchet and Clank every year, or every other year, and they did slow down their releases during the PS3. Like there were three game, you know, there were a lot on there, but I think a lot of them came from like I think a couple games did not come from them directly. Like uh, all for one, I think was Bend. Yeah, or something and secret agent clank and all that crap yeah so some of them were not them directly but i think they were just fatigued on the series and they didn't want it to go the way of spyro or they were actually like just sell it off please yeah and you know i it would be it would be nice to see i i, I don't mean to sound like timber here but it would be nice to see jack it would be nice to see jack it, it's been a while maybe Maybe. I just they they well they had like a definitive ending then they brought it back for like a PSP game and no one liked it so then they're just like yeah Jack's yeah. gone Jack's yeah. done. Um, I'm trying. I think right. like I I I don't I want to touch more on it but like I think Halo and Gears of War I just feel like those are two series like they're I think, still making new ones I feel like those series just need to like end I th- I think because like Gears, Microsoft needs should make new IPs instead Gears should have stopped when the original trilogy was done. I don't think they needed four and five. Mm-hmm. I don't, th- and I think Halo. They know that. Yeah, three four three is going to be done. I think they need to put it on ice, and it didn't really help the Halo franchise. I feel so sorry for them. I really do because they had the one two punch of the Halo TV show, and then Halo Guardians or whatever the fuck the new game was. Did the Halo TV show get canceled? No. But it's not good. I mean, you get to see Master Chief's Some, ass. I mean, I, mean, I never know I, because there, as much there's as one I guy on my server see, that thought it was like the best thing in the world. So As much as I wanted to see Master Chief's ass. Yeah, I'm like looking. Yeah, I guess the one. I just... Those are just two series I just feel like peaked during the 360 era and they just never really recovered since then. Like, they they have that feel of like, like the late 2000s, early 2010s. And like, they have not... I feel like gaming has moved past that, but they're just still around. It's like, you're just still here. Like, oh, it's... It's like that weird uncle that you invite over. 
So like, I think they should invest in more new IPs because like even like even though I'm not a big fan of it, they did Sea of Thieves. So obviously they can still do new stuff. It just I don't Microsoft doesn't really have anything to like. They let too much other stuff go under the radar and go inactive that they could have been like knocking it out of the park with like IPs, but they just don't anymore. That's why they're buying them. Like for me, I, if I wanted to be a little bit more touchy with the subject here, I think Mortal Kombat and Street Fighter. Okay, Mortal Kombat, like, I always forget that exists. Like, there's an 11 out. I'm like, I, I've never really liked Mortal Kombat. And I just, I'm genuinely surprised when people are still, like, enjoying it. I don't, every time I played it, I'm just like, I hate this. I really don't see why this is popular outside of it being gory. Street Fighter, the new Street Fighter, st- like, story mode looks interesting, so I don't mind that one too much. I, wouldn't I think mind, Resident Evil should pause. I, I, I wouldn't mind this game being the last game, to be honest. Hmm. It will probably get that feel of, like, where do they go from here? Okay. Um, Putin asked, do you think all the new first-party Nintendo games will be uh, will now be $70 since Breath of the Wild will be? I see it, them doing it more likely with stuff that will sell no matter what. I see some of their other ones, like, I don't think the next Xenoblade will be 70 but I think the next Mario will. It will be things that they know that they'll sell, that will sell no matter what the price is. I'm assuming the guy is like right there with the lawn. Yeah, he is. Um, yeah, no, I honestly agree that it's probably going to be the heavy hitters. Like Fire Emblem for sure. Fire Emblem for sure. The next Fire Emblem. I think Engage was probably the reason why I feel like Engage feels like a little bit more stripped back is because I think they're going to put their A development team on the next one, which is going to be mm. waifus, fucking story up the whiz ass, multiple multiple stories, multiple DLC. I already can see it. I already can fucking see it on the wall here. Mario's going to be it. The one that I'm a little bit more worried about is if they're going to test the waters with a game that we haven't seen in a while. For mm-hmm. example, what if Prime 4 is going to be 70? I can see. I mean, with as long as the development cycle's been, I believe it. I mean, they sold Prime 1 remaster for $40. Yeah. So, like, I wouldn't put it past them. Yeah, so, like, for me, I'm just like, you know, hey, it's a game that everyone wanted to see for a while. Or, if they say, the ne- the next F-Zero game is going to be $70. Well, first, I'd be fucking... Crying for joy because they they mentioned F Zero, but they'll be like the next F Zero game is going to be seventy dollars, and they they'll probably won't say it. But if the game does not sell well, then they will not touch F Zero for a long time after that. Let's see, and we have one more question uh, from Shotgun. Uh, who is your guys's Valentine IRL, and what character would you want to be your Valentine? Uh, mine was, I guess, my girlfriend. By default, <laughs> I, I would assume that. Well, my my girlfriend my girlfriend is Japanese, so technically, I don't give her stuff; she gives me stuff. But I have to reciprocate that in White Day. <laughs> mm. And the gift of them coming here is the gift for Valentine's Day. Yeah, <laughs> I bet. So, you know, that's not much of a thing. And I'm, like, paying for everything. Like, any any dinner or anything like that, or and, like, the hotel and stuff like that. Besides the, 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 the Hilton Hotel that they paid for, like, everything was on me. Because I was just like, yeah, mm. I, gotta, I gotta 
show up here. <laughs> and I'm just crying. I'm like, literally, my bank account is just like dying day after day. <laughs> who would and be your video? Yeah, who character? would be your character? I don't know. Aelgard? My, my, my emperor? <laughs> I, I, I don't know. Ada Wong? Uh, I I want to see how she is in the four. I'm gonna pick. I'm gonna pick Ad Ray from Star Ocean Three. Just Monica. Let's go with that. Just Monica from Doki Doki Oh, Oshima Yuko from the very popular AKB One Over Forty Eight Dating Sim Game. What about um, Our World News? That feels like it's more your pace. <laughs> Oh, you mean our world politics, you mean? Yeah, world politics, yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Uh, yeah, no, I don't know. If, fuck, fuck if I know. Whoever's going to pay, honestly, anybody who's going to pay for my dinner that night can be my valentine, so I don't care. I'll, I'll pay for your dinner. There we as go. Long as, I, as long as I get to touch Will Lord, you have to fluff him up again. <laughs> I still have his skin. I need to I need to fix him, but I think rhubarb will steal him. Yeah. Well, then again, we have those very, very, very homoerotic photos of us touching each other. We do. <laughs> <laughs> Don't show those to your kids. They'll be like, "What's what's going on here? Oh no, it's just uh, me and your uncle." <laughs> Wait. So is the Joshi Pro Wrestling thing your beard? I guess. Could be. But that's all the questions we had. Thank you for asking your questions, y'all. I appreciate it. Yeah. So, um... It was fun. (laughs) Anything else before you want to wrap up? Um, nah, not really. Just usual. All right. All right, well, Well, Ken, where can people find you? You can find me on my Japanese music-based podcast called Ongaku to You, where by... Bi-weekly? I I, I don't know the term. (laughs) Bi-weekly. Bi-weekly. Instead of straight weekly. <laughs> but we're bi-weekly on... Uh, every other week we're, do- we're not doing Potosaurus. We're, we're doing Ungagadir. So that's that's pretty much that. You can find it on all podcast streaming services. You can follow it on Twitter and Instagram at Ungagadir. You can follow the news site where I talk about the Japanese music industry called Ungagadir.com. You can also follow me on Twitter at OTYKen1 where I talk about Bang Dream. I, I about Robo Robo, Joshi Pro Wrestling. Uh, I guess you'll see a lot of Disney crap from my daughter. <laughs> yeah, I think I'll be in a very emotional state come next week. <laughs> what, what about you? <laughs> uh, you can you can find me Monday through Friday at Twitch. Uh, you can find me Monday through Friday at 8 a.m. Central Standard Time at twitch.tv slash Cody Hunter, where I play retro games, jank, RPG, and or horror. We're currently playing through Rogue Galaxy during our the middle of the week. RPGs are Tuesday through Thursday, and then there's other stuff on Mondays and Fridays. Uh, hopefully, after the move, I will be going back to my original time slot of 7 a.m., but we will cross that bridge when we get to it. Outside of that, you can find me on Twitter, TikTok, YouTube. All of my content on there is at Cody Hunter as well. And on Instagram, you can follow my dog at Rhubarb Borzoi, where I am constantly deleting comments by bots asking me to DM them for a collab. And I am just at the point where I'm just like, I don't want to post anymore because I'm really tired of having to delete like 15 comments from bots every morning. 
But yeah, do, that's me. You want to do a collab with me and your dog? I mean, the next no. time I visit you guys, there'll probably be a collab with me and your dog. Oh, yeah, you can see the dog then. <laughs> but yeah, that's it. Um, thank you for listening to this episode of Retrosaurus. I hope you all have a fantastic day, and we'll see you next time. Goodbye. Uh, Potosaurus, but yeah. <laughs> Wait, what did I say? Retrosaurus. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It's on the same same damn thing anyway. Bye, Mahalos. Bye. <laughs>